I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Thank you for joining us. Monday through Friday, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. We're heard all over the country, terrestrial radio stations, many of them. Also online at TalkStreamLive.com, where they link to various radio stations to listen to this program. Also, Aftermath.fm, another affiliate online. That way, if you ever lose us anywhere, you can always go online and listen until we find a better place to... You know, settle down. Another radio station we settle down. Program directors jumping on board to play this show because it's very popular. It's uh, growing every day, and we thank you for that. And uh, the way it grows is that uh, a lot of people have been subscribing to Aftermath.media, and we're really excited about that because we are um, talking with a lot of people about bringing more videos and uh, lectures and all kinds of great stuff that you can do while you're there. It's a library, of course. We call it a digital playground because it's more than just a library. You can play in there. You can watch some of your favorite B-horror movies. You can watch some great research movies on UFOs and the ghosts and all that. And um, we got books from grimoires to religious books to documents in the library. All you got to do is just subscribe. And, of course, you have the show, too. You can listen to the show when it's convenient for you. Just uh, it's, it's $10 a month. That's the initial if you want to just pay $10 a month. Or we have a $79 a year deal, which is really awesome. Just. $79 a year, you get uh, the whole the whole uh, package. And, of course, we also have a family, friends and family package as well. For $139, you and three other people can be on board. And every time, it just becomes uh, less expensive for you to do this because we certainly want you to be a part of the show, support the show, because it keeps the lights on and it, and it helps us and uh, very much so. And so we really appreciate all your help and support here on Ground Zero. So every time I see the calendar's first day of the month fall on a Sunday, I realize that that means one thing, and that is there's going to be a Friday the 13th to contend with. And, you know, back when I worked at another network, I was often asked to appear on a sports station to talk about the, with the host about Friday the 13th and what's all about and what I see on the horizon, bad luck or good luck. And so out of habit, you know, I, I always seem to glom on to some various synchronicities uh, on Friday the 13th. Some are you know, a little more interesting than others. Uh, you know, it just depends on, and, and, and I wouldn't address Friday the 13th. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. If there wasn't anything important that I wanted to share with you about this day. So those who have listened to me over the years have heard all of my stories about the number 13. For some, it's very unlucky. For some, it's lucky. Today is the perfect day to discuss uh, Friday the 13th. Uh, but I got, I got a, a take on it that's different. You know, usually we talk about the Templars, we talk about um, you know how they were hanged and and all that, but I want to talk about something that's rarely mentioned, but certainly is part of, I guess you could call it the literature, the legend, the myth of of Friday the Thirteenth, and that is the striking of thirteen chimes on a clock. Okay, now that happens sometimes. You're listening to the clock chime. If you have one of those clocks, those old grandfather clocks, you have a clock. Every once in a while, there's a 13th chime. Some people have experienced this. Some people haven't experienced it, but sometimes it happens. Sometimes uh, the clock continues to go because it's wound up, and you hear a 13th chime. And if you hear a 13th chime, it means lucky or unlucky, depending on uh, your fate. Um, 
there was a guy apparently I read in history where he heard 13 chimes at a church when the clock on the, on the church tower rang 13. He was in the streets. He was starving to death. And when he heard the 13th chime, he went up to a man and he said, help me. I'm, I'm dying. I, I, I need something to eat. The man gave him a lot of money. The mysterious man gave him a lot of money and he walked away. The guy was able to eat. He wasn't sick. He wasn't starving. I don't, I don't know if anybody's really heard about, you know, 13 chimes. It's, it's like when the clock strike 13. Um, in fact, uh, if you read 1984 by George Orwell, the first line of the book indicates that things seem out of the ordinary when clock strike 13. In fact, the most famous uh, line is the first line in George Orwell's 1984 when it starts with, it was a bright cold day in April and the clocks were striking 13. I, I, well, I remember when I wrote that, I just, when I read that, I just thought to myself, you know, um, uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, that's just bizarre. The clocks are striking 13. And then I realized that it is uh, a well-known axiom that if the clocks are striking 13, then you need to go back and figure out what's going wrong, going wrong with your life. You need to go back and figure out, you know, what's wrong with the timeline. You, you need to analyze if you are in the right time spot. We've talked about this before on the show. It's kind of a mind-boggling thing to think about, especially when we were talking about Loki and time variance and all these things. And people are actually watching Loki on the Disney Plus network now because we mentioned the variance of time. And, of course, now we have the coincidence of hearing about the Delta variant and how it's it's basically the disease that detoured off the other disease, kind of like timelines detouring off to other timelines. And we all seem to be in different realities, so much so that we're divided on how we how we think. But you know, when you look at the idea of clocks, you know, saying 13 o'clock or that they chime three, 13 times, you look at most countries around the world. They use the 24-hour system for technical purposes and in documents such as timetables. The United States is an exception, although U.S. military uh, time, they use the 24-hour clock. And most digital clocks can be set to show the time, for example, 1,300, okay, 1,300 hours. It's frequently done. When I lived in South America, they did the 1,300 hour, 13 hours. They, did, they didn't say, you know, they didn't say uh, what, 1 o'clock in the, in the afternoon. They'd say, you know, 1,300 hours. And, uh, or they'd say 13 o'clock. They'd say, que hora son? Trece. They'd say it's 13, and, and you'd figure it out. In fact, there, it's not Friday the 13th for them. It's Tuesday the 13th. For some reason, it's Tuesday, not, you know, it's not it's not Friday. But you look at the typical analog clock design, and it, it basically keeps the 12-hour system. And everyday speech keeps the 12-hour system. You don't hear people saying it's 13 o'clock. They don't say it's, it's 1 in the afternoon, okay? So it's always 1 in the afternoon. 13 o'clock is 1 in the afternoon. So... The fact that the term 13 o'clock is not used when referring to something like timetable that uses a 24-hour clock or a military context, 1,300 hours. In other European languages, the terms equivalent to 13 o'clock are used. In France, Spanish-speaking countries, all of those, they sometimes say 13 o'clock. I've spoken before about how the number 13 is a contraction of 3 and 10. 310 combination when said quickly sounds like the word threaten 310 310 310 310 threaten see the number 13 and 10 was the idea of the the 13 the one and three the one before the three okay Now, now keep that in mind 13 the one before the three now who are the three three is the triangle three the three woes we've talked about this i'm just reminding you 
three woes. And then what happens after that? Then we have the decimation, which is 10. Deci, des, decimal, des. 13 and 10 were very much an integral part of the timetable figuring as the Romans tried to retool the calendar to avoid a 13-month year. Because there was at one time a 13-month year. The image of creatures, think about this for a moment. There was always the images of creatures kneeling at the head of the throne of a god. Okay, Then when we got into the, the triune god, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, it was one creature, you, one, bowing before three. One ahead of the three. One bowing before the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Trinity represented by the triangle, you're the one that bows before the three. And if we, re- if we represent 12, which, of course, we have 12 disciples, we have 12 inches and a foot, we have base 12 here. 12 under the form of the zodiac was 13 equals 12 plus 1. One before the twelve. So you would be the one who follows the disciples of Christ. So the number of eternal return, 12 plus 1, the eternal return, the 13th hour, is also in the ancient calendars, the first day. But, of course, times have changed. The 13 no longer is favored. So 3, 10, 12. 3, 10, and 12 were the factoring numbers to crunch to avoid a superstitious paradox. They, they believed that numbers were very important in figuring out the secrets of God. And I talked about pi and how watching that movie, talking about Max, the character, and Lenny, uh, who was the Kabbalist, trying to tell him that if you crunch the numbers and you work out the numbers, you can find the secrets of God. Now, the Babylonians had a way of counting and representing numbers that were partly based on 10, okay? And they used that as a regular decimal system, partly because 12, and basically, uh, when you look at 12, it was based on 60. It combines both 12-based and 10-based systems. And this is where we get 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, and also the 12 base system in the 12 hours of a day. 12 hours a night, resulting in 24 hours for a full day and night cycle. We don't talk about 13. It's done on purpose. It was where we get the 360 degrees. All these things add together. 13 has been written off. So 12 months, originally, they followed the moon cycles. That's where the uh, metatonic cycle comes from. A 19-year period, almost exactly a whole number of moon cycles, meaning that the moon phases would generally repeat after... 19 years so the moon moves around the earth at 29.5 days approximately as seen from earth and this would lead to a length of a month that is somewhere between 29 and 30 days as seen in the chinese lunar solar calendar we are in the uh, year of the ox by the way however the romans were superstitious and wanted to avoid even numbers so they made their months be either 29 or 31 days except for february which was sacrificed and made even but uh also made the shortest month so that hopefully whatever bad luck the even number of days would bring that would confine to February. And so they also arranged that a leap month, uh, which was later replaced by a leap day, were inserted in February so that you split February into two leaping years so that the bad luck would be divided up. So once they decided to leave the moon cycles and just let every month have a fixed number of days, they could have made each month 28 days, but then 28 days was an even number and that was bad luck in the Roman mindset. So uh, you would have, let me think, 28 days in every month. That would be 13 months. And they didn't want that. So now we have 12 months in the calendar. But that was arguably never resolved. And that's how the original houses of the Zodiac were numbered at 13. Now, Ophiuchus is the 13th constellation, 
It was a constellation that faded into history, but was not forgotten by astronomers or astrologers. The Sumerians used the zodiac, including 13 constellations and 26 main stars. So we need to talk about Ophiuchus coming up, and I'll tell you why. Something strange is happening up in space. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.